Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I'm a stone cold millennial. You just learned how to wear straight leg jeans like last week. Literally. And it's hard to have kids and be a Gen Z. So yeah. ride it while you can. And Liz. Maddie was replacing an outlet and he sent me down to turn off the electricity. <laughs> and I guess I did it wrong and I electrocuted him last night. Your mom time off starts now. I'm a huge podcast listener. Yeah. I'm the kind of person I don't really like to listen to music in the car because I think that's kind of a waste of time. I like to be listening to podcasts. I like to be entertained. I like to be learning. I like to be, you know, having some fun. Mm -hmm. So I think our vision for this podcast is to make it something that is entertaining first and educating second. So we are hoping that this can be the kind of thing that you can turn on in the background. Like, here's my dream scenario. I'm just going to paint okay. the dream picture because this is what it. I'm looking for in a podcast. Let's hear it. It's six o'clock on a Tuesday. Your oh, husband just calls you. So specific. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I'm going to be late tonight. Your heart sinks. Your two toddlers are just running amok. You finally get them put to bed. You have to go back and clean the mess that is your kitchen. And you just need like some mental stimulation. You need like an adult conversation that will just make you laugh, make you just feel like you're like talking to your girlfriends. So what do you do while you're scrubbing the dishes? You turn on the Carpool Podcast and you just relax. It sounds like you need this. That no. was like very specific. A hundred percent need that. So if anyone has any other <laughs> podcast racks that could like give me that, that's what I'm looking for. So why don't we tell them a little bit about our segments? Okay. Yes. And kind of the show we have planned, how the, how the show is going to run. Yeah. So let's just give you guys an idea of what's to come. So we have a few different segments that we're going to talk about and we would like to keep consistent throughout every episode um, just so you sort of know what to expect. So um, this first episode will sort of overly explain probably what the segments are and then as episodes come you'll sort of understand what's coming. You guys you'll be able to pick up pretty fast it's not that difficult. So we are going to be giving you a millennial word of the day. As you know, we have two Gen Z sisters. We want to stay young. We want to stay hip. So we're going to be telling you what the kids are saying so you can keep abreast of the situation. Yes. We are also going to be playing a fun game called the Great Eight, which is kind of like a tournament style bracket where we take a category and then we find out what the best of that category is. We're going to be doing our test drive of the week, which is where we try something new, something like trending on TikTok and we give it a try. Mm-hmm. We are also going to be doing a ditch the drive through segment. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that I like to cook. Well, let me back up. I like to combine ingredients in an easy way. Yes. So we're going to be doing an easy recipe that you can ditch the drive through something, something that mixes up your regular dinner routine. And then we're going to end with industry news, which is actually maybe why you follow me on Instagram, which is going to be some sort of automotive related story, something interesting, something that caught my eye about cars or car buying. And then we'll just kind of talk about whatever else we want to in between. I mean, I have a lot going on. I'm a mom of two who's found myself now an accidental full-time influencer and just navigating that. <laughs> Whoops. And Elizabeth, you have a lot going on. Speaking of which, yeah, you've had a big week. 
huge Tell week. us about your week. Huge week. So my fiance, Maddie and I, we just moved across the country. We moved from Dallas, Texas to good old Eureka, Missouri, um, into our first home. And we did that. It'll be a week today, actually. Which can I just say has truly been an answered prayer for me because if we go back to me and Elizabeth are 16 months apart, we're best friends. We've always been best friends. Mm -hmm. And she was, but what was interesting about our post-college life was we were for the first time in our life in different places. We were so far apart. We had done everything our whole life, 16 months apart. We went to high school 16 months, well, I mean a year apart. We drove 16 months apart. Mm -hmm. We turned 21, 16 months apart. And now I graduate college. I have a serious boyfriend, soon to be fiance. Yeah. Elizabeth is single as a Pringle. Yeah. And then we go through these lives and now I'm getting married. I'm having a kid. I'm having another kid. And I'm still single. (laughs) Liz was still single as a Pringle. So it was interesting for us. So she was like, I just need to get out of St. Louis. I need to move to Dallas. And basically you moved to Dallas to find love. I mostly did. St. Louis, there was just nothing here for me. And I wanted to try a new city. And yeah, I had just like this feeling and this calling that I I said this a million times. I said, I'm going to move to Dallas and I'm going to find a St. Louis boy. I just, I just know it. And I never, I was so worried she was going to move to Dallas, find a Dallas boy. And I was never going to have my sister back. And actually my, the thing that kept me from moving for so long was Kelly. I would have conversations with my mom and I'd be like, mom, I want to move. I want to do this. I don't know how I'm going to tell Kelly. Kelly's going to be so upset. And I was so upset. (laughs) (laughs) but I couldn't let you hold me back. Anyway, she moves to Dallas. Yeah. Who does she meet? The most wonderful man who wait for it is from St. Louis. Louis. And what does he want to do? Move back home and start a family. Thank you, God. Yeah. Thank you for that answer. So now for the first time ever, well, not the first time, I guess since we lived in mom and dad's house, we are now 10 minutes away from each other. Mm -hmm. And I just am grinning ear to ear. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. And owning a house is so much work. So much work. Literally, it's exhausting. And it was a new construction. So we we don't even have blinds in the house right now. Well, and that's so interesting. So Liz got a new construction. Our house was 17 years old when we bought it. Mm-hmm. And I totally took for granted, like, the fact that my house came with a fridge and blinds. You lucky And, like, brat. a fenced-in yard. Yeah. And, like, a deck. And a deck. And I have nothing. Yeah. So it's going to be quite the process. Like you guys turning your house into a house home. into a home and it, no offense. It could not feel less like a home right now. It's, it's going to be a lot of work. Actually. So funny last night, Maddie was replacing an outlet and he sent me down to like a, turn off the, uh, the, the switcher board, oh, like whatever it's called, box. the fuse box to turn off the electricity. <laughs> And I guess I did it wrong and I electrocuted him last night. You electrocuted him? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm going to be honest. I think that sounds like he was doing something wrong. No, because I thought I turned off the electricity and I think I actually turned the electricity on and I electrocuted him. Why were you having to replace an outlet in a brand new house? Oh, that's because it was on our brown cabinet, like on our brown island. And mom comes walking in and she's like, you should make that black because then you won't see it. And we're like, that's so easy. That's such a good idea. Oh, like you had to replace like this, the outlet cover. The outlet cover. Because it was like white or something. But you have to like take them all. Yeah. I got it, I got and it. I electrocuted him. 
So Well, it can only go up from there then. Truly. Okay, truly. so why don't we get into the podcast? Okay, like yeah. I said, we've got some good segments. And let's start us off with, I think, the segment that I'm probably the most excited about, which is our millennial word of the day. Okay, let's do because it. Because I'm a stone cold millennial. You are low-key kind of on the cusp, I feel like, of millennial Gen Z. Yeah, I just think I have more time to stay into like into it. But I will say I'm when you were born in 94. I was born in 93. So yeah, but you're even, also like in the thick of motherhood. hundred percent. So I just think that for you, you're like not trying to, you know, wear the combat boots, do the things you just learned how to wear straight leg jeans like last week. Literally. And it's hard to have kids and be a Gen Z. So yeah. ride it while you can. It's time for the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang to keep you less lame. She points to me as she says you, like I'm the loser. Okay, what's the word? The word of the day is Stan, S-T-A-N. And could you use it in a sentence? I am a a carpool podcast Stan. So as I understand it, a Stan is a fan. Is a fan of something. But I feel as though it is a noun and a verb. It can really be everything. Because you can be a stan and you can also stand something. Right. I stan fluffy socks in winter. And like I'm a Volkswagen Atlas stan. Correct. Interchangeable. Interchangeable. Yes. So the goal for today, Cal, is we are going to try and use our word of the day. As use, often as possible. As often as possible. I'm totally, yeah. Are you, are you standing this? I stand the millennial word of the day, truly. I stand it too. <laughs> All right. So that's our millennial word of the day. Okay, we're moving right along. And this is something that, okay, so we thought it'd be fun to do what's, what we call a test drive of the week. And it's basically like us trying something new out for the first time. New, like, so either something that's like trending or something we've never tried before. So when we're recording this, it's like two days before Christmas and we were brainstorming on what to do. And Elizabeth's like, have you ever tried eggnog? And I'm like, I've literally never tried eggnog in my life. Yeah, me neither. I don't even know what, I, I don't know what it is. I have no idea. I don't know what it smells like. I don't know what it tastes like. Uh-uh. So we are going to try eggnog. Okay. So I actually also have never tried it and don't know much about it, but I did do some research. And so I would love to share with you what I found. Please share with the class. Because I'm very, in. I'm very curious. Yes. So eggnog, um, the origin of eggnog <laughs> is highly debated in the culinary community, actually. <laughs> but most agree it comes from, from early medieval Britain. So it is a rich, chilled, sweetened, dairy-based bev- beverage. It's traditionally made with milk, cream, sugar, and eggs. It can also include flavors like cinnamon, nutmeg, and vanilla. Um, <laughs> so, and it sometimes comes with alcohol. So I did last night go... See, I guess I thought it was always alcohol. Yeah, I kind of thought that as well. But I guess it's not. I, it's, I guess people it's, just... It's in fact not. But I... So I did go to the store last night and um, the first grocery store was sold out except for the Evan Williams uh, infused eggnog. So I did get an alcoholic one and then I went to... So Whole- someone's buying it then. It's... Kelly, there are... You're saying there's eggnog stands out there. There because are... <laughs> I mean, there are stands. There are stands because left tonight. like They were sold out. Yes, they were sold out. And so then I went to Whole Foods right after... And there were like two, there were three sections of eggnog, right? One of them had so much eggnog. The other two were fully sold out. So I was like, clearly the one I'm getting is the worst one on the shelf. The garbage one. This is going to be so good for my stomach. (laughs) 
So what do you want to try first? Do you want to try the the one? I want to try it in its purest form, which I think okay. is the problem. It's like, I literally, if it's this tastes, shape. I have no idea what's going to taste like. If it tastes like orange juice or if it tastes like Diet Coke, like I could believe either. I don't want to, I'm not going to smell it. I don't want to smell it either. You smelt it. No, I just smelled it. Okay. <laughs> okay, I want to smell it It doesn't really smell like anything. Okay. I think it kind of smells like medicine. Okay. I th- smell it. Hold on, smell it one more time. I think it kind of smells like Pepto-Bismol. Yeah, it does kind of. All right, cheers me. All right, let's. I didn't take a drink yet. What do you think? Well, it takes forever to get to your mouth because it's so thick. So it tastes like, it takes forever to get down the cup. <laughs> oh, I didn't even get any. Tastes like bubble gum. Yeah, it does. Wait, I don't, I don't hate it at all though. No, I don't hate it. I mean, I could see how I would never drink it like this. And isn't like Starbucks sell like an eggnog latte, eggnog latte or something? That's not bad at all. I will say the reason I would never drink this is because it's 190 calories for a half a cup. So that that doesn't, that doesn't scare me off. That's like 400 calories for one cup. I think it just tastes like bubble gum. Okay. Do you get a bubble gum taste? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly don't hate it at all. I don't like it at all. What would you give it on a one to 10? Mm. I'd give it a four. I would also give it a four, but like, I'll never sit down and have a glass, but I'm not gagging on it. Yeah. Cause I feel like people, I felt like eggnog was really controversial and people were either like, Ooh, eggnog's gross. Or they loved it. They were it. either stands or. What's the opposite of a stand? Now I can feel that like sinking down into my stomach. And I think I'm going to have some trouble later, but I will spare you all those details. All right. So now we're going to try the Evan Williams. What is uh, made with bourbon? Okay. And this is like ready to serve. Like you're supposed to chill it. Like this, okay, seems- this one's not nearly as thick, which I think you'll enjoy. Oh, here. Like that's enough. It's a, I know. I don't know. It's a Wednesday, Tuesday afternoon. Oh. Or is it a Wednesday? It's Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. All right. Oh, wow. You can smell that bourbon. Oh, that oh. is so strong. Are you kidding? Maybe I just hate the taste of bourbon. Are you kidding? It's not that strong. What? Oh, oh, I must've got a, I must've got like a creamy pocket or something. <laughs> I actually enjoy it. Yeah, I think- I'm gonna finish this glass. I think I'm gonna be Let's one not, can we not put all, buy our brand new, very expensive yeah, podcast let equipment? Me, let me move all this like, stuff out of the way. To me, like how I feel about like a super sweet, desserty type cocktail is like, I'd rather have a piece of cake and a glass of red wine. I will probably never drink eggnog again, but I'm happy to have shared this experience with you. No, I agree. You know, I did ask mom why we had never had eggnog before. And she was like, I just never really thought kids would like it growing up. And I can see. I could, that tracks. Cause we I don't, we don't why. like it as young adults. Yeah. And <laughs> so, adults. and speaking of growing up, that's a perfect transition into our, Truly a perfect transition into the next segment of the Carvel podcast, yeah. which is the great eight. We choose a category, select eight things within that category, and then debate each one until we determine a winner. Kelly, today's category is... Today's category is high school beauty trends. Oh, man. So specifically, Elizabeth, Elizabeth and I were in high school from combined from 2009 until 2013. Correct. So what did we do beauty-wise that we thought was hot? stuff hot stuff a lot wrong so anyway liz why don't you give us you so basically what we're gonna do is liz is gonna give one i'm gonna give one we're gonna give eight okay and then i'm gonna match up those eight 
and they're going to like battle each other. We'll have like some sort of like lively debate. Then we're going to get a final four. Uh huh. Bracket style. Bracket style. Think March Madness. Then we're going to have a final two. And then we're going to determine the winner of the most iconic 2009-2013 beauty trend. Wow. Okay. okay. So is, that's how we're judging it all. It's going to be heated. It's most iconic. Iconic. Like if you had to sum up the beauty trends of our high school career in one thing, what would it be? I'm going to go with cracked nail polish. Wow. Do you remember that? So you would paint your nails whatever color and then you would take the cracked nail polish. It was called cracked as a like a top coat. And then it would just like slowly crack and you would look like you had cracks in your fingernails. Had chipped nail polish. Had chipped. We tried to make ourselves look like we had chipped nail polish. And I remember it felt so, it felt terrible on your nails. Yeah, I, you were definitely more into the cracked nail. I actually like used to buy my nails in high school though. So I didn't have quite the yeah. nails. So, but I do remember the cracked nail polish being quite iconic. Yes. You would do a white crack or a black crack. For sure. It was all, yeah. With like a neon underneath it. Yeah. I mean, I'm truly, that's a really good one. And yeah. Agreed, doesn't need to come back. Never, please no. Okay, I am going to go with something that I did frequently, which was a nude lip. Oh, but when no. I say a nude lip, it's not a cute nude. I mean, I I remember I was like, I thought of the best idea. Well, I probably saw it in a magazine or something. I put my concealer on my lips and then I put gloss no. over it so I could have like, so my lips could literally disappear into nothing. So I'm going to go with concealer lips. Concealer lips, no. It's just like my most... As like, I mean, that was my thing. And I yeah. loved how it looked. Yeah. I truly You did. would literally take like the concealer pen. No, I'm, no, not a pen. What is it? Like a wand. Yeah. And like rub it gloss. on your lips. And then I would go over with a gloss. Oh love to see it. That's I love terrible. to see it. That kind of creates cracked lips as well. Oh. <laughs> cracked nail polish, cracked lips. I'm noticing a trend. Cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. They all match. Um, okay. I'm going to go with, I did this. I don't know why. I don't know how. Feathers in my hair. Oh, yeah. That was, I, I don't know why we well, why we did that. And, th- and that's coming back for the record. That is coming back. But I'm just, they would be in there for weeks. Like I would shower with them yeah. in my hair with feathers in my hair. I didn't really get it. That, those were. I'm kind of surprised our, our all girls private Catholic school allowed that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was a summer thing. I it probably it, was a summer thing. I think thing. it was a summer thing. I don't remember having it at school. Um. And I remember we kind of like DIY'd it ourselves too. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, we did but it like, ourselves. We didn't get like the long feather. Like I remember specifically, I just didn't have the long feather that like kind of like looked like hair. I had like a straight up purple feather. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you had like fallen off. Multiple feathers. In multiple our feathers hair. in our hair. Yeah. Yeah, that is, and that's coming back. And I'm going to be honest, like I think it's kind of, I still kind of like it. Like I would never do it. Yeah. But I mean, I would rather, if I had to do, I'd do hair feathers before I do concealer looks concealer lips or cracked nail polish for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't hate it. Um, okay. So I'll stick on the hair topic. Okay. And I am going to do side sweat bangs. Iconic. Iconic. And let me just say something. I, if you've been following me on Instagram for a while, you know that I semi recently, actually it's probably going on a year now, went through a middle part journey Yeah. because I fought the middle part for so long. Yeah. I was a side part Stan, if yes. you will. And I thought side bangs were just the bee's knees. And I loved having the most intense side bangs. I thought it was so cute. And I, I actually still think it's cute. I think a I side think part can be cute. I think a side part in side sweat bangs, even though it may not be in style, it is a it is a more flattering look on my face. Well, I respectfully disagree with that because I will have Facebook memories pop up 
of you with your aggressive side part. And it is, it's come over status. It's shocking. I know. And mom always used to be, mom like told me back then. Cause, but Kelly, you wouldn't get your hair cut for you. Like you you wouldn't get your frame cut for like bangs. Like you never had bangs. You literally did have bangs. Did you? Yeah, I had bangs. Oh, okay. I had side bangs for sure. Whatever. I like side sweat bangs. I like a side part. I'm in the middle part world right now, but I'm just saying like, I think that I'm going to look back on this time and then I'm going to cringe more about this hairstyle than my side sweat bangs. That's, that's my vote. Well, I think it looks great on you, but here's a question I do have about the side sweat bangs. When you say side, side sweat bangs, I'm also sort of thinking that like emo look where it's like, you just put all your hair and then it was like a thing to have all your hair on one side. Is that what we're talking about? Or no, that's not what I was talking about. But thanks for unlocking that corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's just like side sweat bangs, cute. Yeah, not, it's not like a side like, part inside bangs. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right, you're up. Finding any thin belt and putting it around our head as a headband. Around our for- no, like it would be like a leather around belt our forehead. Around our forehead. Oh, my senior picture, which we you have. Yeah, you. Have- I will find our senior picture and we will try to post it on the carport. Um, Instagram yes. page because I had, I remember it. I had like a faux diamond, like belt yes. that I was like, I put it around my forehead for my senior picture. And you know, your senior pictures, that is the hottest you've ever looked. You're like, I'm going to be, I'm going to look so hot. It was just so, we just, so I feel like over accessorized. Oh, you want to talk about over accessorizing? Do you remember my senior pictures? No, I did not tie something around my headband, but I could not have more bracelets and rings. The most obnoxious on because I just thought that I was edgy and cool girl. Yeah, it's double finger rings. Like we'll have to find our senior pictures. The headband across the forehead is so iconic. And I remember like it never you remember where you would get like, or like puff up your hair yes. on the side? Yes. Oh, what a weird. Gosh. Terrible. What a weird time to be alive. Um, I have one more hair one. Okay. Ombre hair. Oh. Ombre hair. And I think that there's like still a time and a place for like an, um, for like a. Balayage maybe. Yeah. But like the ombre, like straight up, like blonde. Ombre anything really. Yeah, I am not a big fan. I like a good balayage. Like, is that what it's called? Balayage, yeah. Balayage. I don't know. My hair's one color. I don't even have highlights. Like, yeah. I'm just like a one color kind of girl. Yeah. But the ombre hair of it, like being bleach blonde on the bottom and like dark brown on top and like very little fading. I think a lot of us came out of quarantine with that look, actually. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's almost sort of like a t- 2020 trend as well. <laughs> but I mean, if your roots grow out, your roots grow out and like you don't want to get it redone. Like, whatever, I can respect. But it's like all like my dark headed girls who like just bleached the bottom of their hair. Yeah. Like I would think we all need to like to reflect back on that. Yeah. That's, Cause that was not, I, I'm not a fan of the ombre hair. No, that was not a, that was not a good look. Mm-mm. Um. Okay. This is a heavy hitter. So oh. I just want you to be prepared. I'm so excited. It's very specific. It is the Maybelline Dream Matte Mousse Foundation. Oh, now I do can, you know specifically what I'm talking about? I can smell it from here. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was like in a glass <laughs> container and it was the most like clunky foundation that first of all, if you were to just wipe it on your hand, it would create chunks. And what we would do is take this chunky foundation and put it on our acne as if that was going to help. Yeah. It was like the goal was to look cakey. Like that was, was cake. Like it was in to look like you had cakey makeup on. Yes. The Maybelline Dream Matte Foundation is 
iconic. So iconic. Like, and I'm pretty sure up until like, you kept it in your makeup bag forever. Oh, it lasted forever. You would keep it. I didn't use it that often, but like, I remember you having it for ever. Well, I used it as a, as a spot treatment all over my acne. Some people would put it all over their face. So I think that's why it lasted me I think so they still long. have it. We should do that for one of our test a drives. test drive. Oh my gosh. Do our makeup with all, all of this the, stuff. Yeah, that'd be hysterical. That would be funny. Okay, my last one on the makeup line is just a tight waterline eyeliner, yeah. but specifically then with nothing on top. Yeah. Because like, if you want to do a smoky eye, like I get it on your waterline and on top, but I'm talking about my concealer lips, my cakey makeup, and I just took a black pencil and just aligned my under eye. I mean. I probably didn't even put mascara on. Wow, that's a, that's a hard vision too. So- that's mine. Now let me review our top or our great eight of 2010 high school beauty this trends. Is a, this is a good list. It is a good list. Okay. We've got concealer lips, side swept bangs, tight lined water lines, yeah. cracked nail polish, hair feathers, band across your forehead, Maybelline dream mousse matte foundation and ombre hair. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick two. Okay. We're going to have four rounds of okay. like a head to head competition. And again, pick the most iconic one. Yeah. So up first, I'm just going to go down the list. We have concealer lips versus side sweat bangs. And I think it's a pretty obvious choice, but if you have any reasoning, let me know. But it's a very hard choice. It is a very hard choice. Because they're both very good. Let's go on three and see if we're on the same wavelength, okay? okay? Yeah. One, two, three. Concealer, concealer lips. lips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a good, that sure. was, because here's the thing about the side sweat, side sweat bangs. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's less stop you in your tracks and be like, what happened? Are you ill? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So we're going to go ahead with the concealer lips is going to move forward. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In our next round of the 2010 high school beauty trends, we have tight lining your waterline versus cracked nail polish. I also think this is an obvious one. I hope that I know, I know that you want to say one, two, three yeah. cracked nail polish. No, that's not at oh, all what I wanted to really? say. Well, I think that the cracked nail polish had its time and place and it was a very specific time and place. Like it lasted a year, maybe. I'm just wondering if other people also experienced that or like if that just like landed in the Midwest and like other people didn't Could have, have it. Could have. That's what I'm worried about. Based off of what my probably Winello or um, Tumblr board looked like, I do think it was all over the place, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's interesting. So you want to say. I want to say tight water line. Yeah. Eyeliner. Okay. That's fine. I don't. I just think that's what more people were doing. Yeah. And I, like I said, I wasn't a cracked nail polish girly, so I'm fine. We'll have tight lining your waterline move forward. Okay. Yeah. Next round. This is a good one. This is okay. a really good one. Between the hair feathers and the headband across your forehead. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Of a 2010 high school beauty trends. Now my reasoning, I think we should go with forehead across I agree. your head. Only because one, hair feathers are coming back. Hair feathers are coming back and I don't hate them. If I was an 18 year old in the in the summertime, like, yeah, you know, sure, absolutely. Why not throw? But if someone's going to put a a belt that's melt, meant to go around your waist around their forehead, I'm like- And call it fashion? Yeah. yeah you need to be. Okay, I totally agree. So headband across your forehead moves yeah. forward. Yeah. Okay, and then in our very last head to head for this round of the 2010 high school beauty trends, Liz, I want to know what you think between the Maybelline Dream Matte Mousse Foundation and Ombre Hair. Kel, it's Maybelline Dream Matte Mousse Foundation for me, personally. <laughs> I was a stan. You truly were a stan. And I am going to go ahead and also plant my flag on that one, only because I think the Ombre Hair, 
I feel as though like it's never, it was kind of like a slow decline. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a slow in, slow out kind of thing because then we've done the balayage for a while. And yeah. like, I think some people are still kind of into that. Yeah. So I agree with you. I think it, we're going to move forward with the Maybelline Dream Moose Matte Foundation. Wow. Do you want to hear your final four? I do. Of 2010 High School Beauty Trends. Lay we've on. got concealer lips, tight lining your waterline, a headband across your forehead and the Maybelline Dream Moose Matte Foundation. I mean, that's, that's a fit. That's a fit. Watch out. Hot girl status. Like truly like face of the day. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be hard. All right. It's moments like these. I'm just imagining this would be us getting ready since we did go to an all girls private Catholic school, putting makeup on during the week was a no, no. Right. And like, maybe if we like had more practice, if maybe we didn't we wear would makeup be like once a week, we would Yeah. So I'm just thankful for that at this current moment. Truly. Okay. Let's get our top two. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. So our first mashup is going to be Maybelline Dream Moose Matte Foundation versus Headband Across the Forehead. Oh my gosh. Um, it's so hard. It's so hard but I do feel as though my vote is going to be the forehead across but who didn't have the Maybelline dream like a moose fat well I didn't have it to be fair you did too no I was a Clinique girly no I wasn't I I was a Clinique girly Mm -hmm. that's so it's so hard like I said my vote is the Maybelline dream moose matte foundation we don't have a plan for a tiebreaker so you're either gonna have to make a good argument wait what's you said what's your oh I'm sorry I meant across the forehead I can concede with you on that I think that they're both great but sure we definitely put put headbands across our forehead I mean it was in my senior picture yeah that's bad like your senior picture is like what you felt the most cute in yeah and I remember thinking like, I think we all have this feeling. It's like, oh, I'll never look back on this and think I didn't look good. Yeah. Cause like, you know, when we would see like our parents' photos. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you had your hair like that. Yeah. Like it was so cool. And I was like, well, whatever. Like mine will never, never go, out. go out of style. And, and here we are. Here I am. You're eating your words. Literally. Okay. okay. Fine. Our next round of 2010 high school beauty trends. We have concealer lips versus tight lining your concealer waterline. Lips. Yeah. Obviously. Concealer lips. Concealer lips. They're just so bad. This is like so triggering because I'm literally, here's, this is my here's the thing picture. with the final, with these last ones, like a uh, tight waterline. Technically you could still do today. You're right. It was just, it was when it was a standalone, yeah. which was but concealer lips. No one's doing today. Yeah. A headband across your forehead, not even a headband. Let me correct myself. <laughs> a leather belt, probably <laughs> like a leather braided belt. Like we never actually had a headband for this. Um, Across your forehead. Yeah. You don't see those anymore. No. So for good reason. We are about to determine the winner of the most iconic high school beauty trend. We have concealer lips versus headband across the forehead. And I think it's pretty obvious. I think it's it's obvious too. (laughs) Should we say it on three? Yeah. Okay. One, two, three. Concealer. Headband across. (gasps) What? We're disagreeing. Elizabeth, nude lips are still kind of a thing. But it's, no, Kelly, I understand nude lips are a thing, but like you get your Kylie lip kit and you put on your, you know, you overline your lips, then you put in your thing. Okay. Like you do it right. You don't take your concealer brush and wipe it across your lips. I just want to ask though, did other people just have a nude lipstick and was that just me doing that? No. Here's the thing. I also am not sure if I ever like fully did concealer lips, but it was 
There were girls that did. There were girls that did. And when you saw it, okay. it was pretty shocking. Okay. And I will say like, again, if I had to go back and do one, I might feel more out of place with the headband across my forehead. Yeah. But I think, I think I would still look cute in that. Cause I look at my senior picture, like, I think I'm still kind of cute. Yeah. I mean, I'm also just like a stick thing and like didn't have yeah. bags under my eyes. So like, of course I looked cute. Yeah. And I think you chose to keep the concealer lips off in those photos. So that was a blessing. Truly. Or like the photographer just like edited that out. Yeah. She's like, she'll thank me later. You look really, you look amazing in senior photos. Thank you. Despite everything you had going <laughs> against you. <laughs> okay. I'm fine. I like your choice. So concealer that is going lips. to be, make the 2010 high school beauty trends most iconic. Our winner of the grade eight is going to be concealer, concealer lips. lips. That was hard. It is hard. Head over to the carpool Instagram to let us know what you guys think. If we forgot anything, if we were like dead wrong, we're hoping that in the future, these grade eights can be a little bit more collaborative with the class. Yeah. Um, but that was fun. Cal. That was super fun. I like that. Okay. Next we have a very exciting segment called ditch the drive-thru. Yes. Let's tell them what ditch the drive-thru is. So ditch the drive-thru is quick, easy, painless meals to make this week. The biggest question of every day is what do I make for dinner? And like, it's something as an adult and as a mom, I feel the world didn't prepare me for and then continues to not support me mm-hmm. because like what the flap is for dinner, like having to come up with a dinner thing. I start having anxiety about dinner like at 9am in the morning. Did you listen to the most recent episode of the upside with Jeff and Callie. No. They, Jeff brings up, it's the most, it's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Jeff says, what do you eat for breakfast? Do you eat the same thing for breakfast every morning? No. But like. Yeah, sure. Like you yeah, eat yeah. the same four things yeah, 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 or some yeah. people will, like I'll, I'll go through a week of avocado toast. Sure. Lunch. Sometimes you'll eat the same thing. Yeah. You cannot bear having dinner two nights in a row. Like if we had pizza tonight, oh, can't you can't be like. Oh, I, I'm, or I'm having pizza tomorrow. Oh, I had pizza last Oh my week. gosh, that is such- like We can't, the audacity to say to eat the same exact meal two nights in a row for dinner mm-hmm. is insane. But breakfast- Wait, that's literally- I mean, I'll have avocado so, toast every day for two weeks. That's literally so interesting. Because you're right. I like rotate between like four breakfasts. Yeah. But like, I can't have- And like, I might have- Oh my gosh. You might have leftovers for lunch, but you will not go to the store and make chicken and broccoli. And then the next day also make chicken and broccoli. My mind is blown. I know. Um, Anyway. Okay. So we're trying to solve that conundrum. Yeah. I just like gave you an easy thing that you can make. And we're all about, I mean, I really like to cook. It's just not something that fits into my lifestyle right now. Like I work a really demanding job. I have two young kids. I want to like, you know, exercise and like read a book and have a social life. So it's just really not working for me, the whole cooking dinner. So Mm -hmm. I still cook a couple of times a week, but we also live in a town. I live in a small town of like only 7,000 people where like we have like two local restaurants, a McDonald's and a Taco Bell. So it's not like I have these like endless options. I also mm-hmm. don't really like want to spend the money yeah. on eating out, especially now that like my kids like actually like need their own plates. And like, that's a huge bummer. Cause now I'm like basically feeding, you know, it's one thing when yeah. like, yeah. So the ditch, the drive through is just something easy. You can pick up tonight. And I also like to do combination cooking, which is where you just buy things and combine them. Okay. Versus like feeling like you have to like cook. Okay. So today's ditch the drive through is salmon teriyaki bowls. Yum. And this is a, you could also be swapped out for chicken or I guess really any other protein, but the salmon teriyaki bowls are so easy. And I think I can keep it. You're going to have to count for me, but I think I can keep it under five ingredients that you could pick up at the okay. grocery store. 
Okay, first, not counting like seasonings. Yeah, obviously. First is salmon. Yep. So buy a thing of salmon, put it in the oven, 350 for like 12 to 15 minutes until it reaches an internal temp of 145. That's another thing. I How are you seasoning this salmon? Oh, honestly, I'm going to like drench it in teriyaki sauce in a second. So like, I don't really okay. care. Like okay. salt, pep. Olive oil. Olive oil. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little lemon if you're feeling it. Like yeah. throw it in. Okay. Maybe some soy sauce, garlic. I don't know. Whatever you got on hand. Okay. But can I just say, I think like, investing in a meat thermometer. I used to be so intimidated by them. I don't know why. Like, Mm -hmm. why am I intimidated by something that makes it easier to cook? Yeah. But I invested in one and I use it all the time and I'm such a better cook because of Mm. it. So get a meat thermometer. It will really, and like, just know, I even like literally have it written down in my kitchen, like salmon's 145. Like I know that. Yeah. That's so nice. I've never had one and I always get so nervous to make chicken. And I also don't know why I haven't bought one. I did register for one though. Yeah. Because yeah, the number was like cutting into my chicken and it's like, but I don't have this beautiful plate of chicken because I have all these little chicken bits that I was cutting up to see if it was pink inside. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, salmon, throw it in the oven. takes like 15 minutes. You can do it on foil so I could super easy clean up. Minute rice. What's easy. his name? Uncle Ben. Easy. Salt day. of the earth, that man. Get you some minute, minute, minute rice. Put it in there for 90 seconds. Great. Pull it mm-hmm. out. Go get a bag of broccoli. You easy know, day. at the car mom, we are steam broccoli stands. We are oh my steam gosh, broccoli. That's like the third time. We are steam broccoli stands. So that's what you do. You like you don't yeah, you don't have to go and buy a full thing of whole broccoli. No, like go buy a bag of broccoli. From yeah. From and then the you freezer. can like steam it in the bag. And like if you don't want to because of the plastic, then like transfer it to a glass dish. But if you Easy don't care day. or whatever. So steam the microwave the broccoli, microwave the rice, pull the salmon out, put the rice in a bowl, put the broccoli on the side, put the salmon in the middle, mm-hmm. get some teriyaki sauce. Like the panda one's good. You could also probably find like a little healthier version of one mm-hmm. too. Everything but the bagel seasoning. What? Oh. What? A hundred per- Liz. It's a 10 out of 10 situation. I've I've never had this. I'm going, to, this sounds so good. And that is the same. So how, how did you count my ingredients? Yeah. I think it was like four ingredients. Wait, salmon, broccoli, rice, rice. teriyaki, EBB. EBB, yeah. Everything but Five. the bagel. Wow, the EBB was the really threw me for a loop there. And if you have chives, chives. And also it sounds like- I mean, not chives, green onions. It sounds like a thing where you could throw in carrots in there too. Oh, 100%. And peppers and whatever. Whatever veggies you have or get a rotisserie chicken if you don't like salmon. Yeah. But like it's such, it's such a, it's way more cost effective than getting takeout. And again, I'm not saying it's like, like don't count the macros because like, I don't know what the teriyaki sauce costs, but I'm just telling you it's delicious. It's healthier than takeout. Mm-hmm. It's more affordable. Mm-hmm. And what's great about what I like about Asian food is I always think it keeps really well the next day. Yeah. I sometimes get really intimidated by cooking like uh, Asian foods or any ethnic foods because I just feel like I don't know all the ingredients or, and so I just feel like I can't do it. So I feel like I would feel so gourmet, even though it's just teriyaki sauce. When I'm in the kitchen, I always try to think about like, what will tomorrow me thank me for? Mm-hmm. So like, I've really started to get into the habit of just buying a little bit more than what I need. Cause like, even if I have to get one more dish dirty or do like one more extra step, it is so much more time effective than doing it all again tomorrow. Yeah. So I would get a little bit of extra. And the next thing you know, you've got lunch for tomorrow or dinner for tomorrow night. That is awesome. So we will post this recipe on the carmomofficial.com and probably on the carpools Instagram. Yeah, you'll as find well. it if you want to see it. Yeah. But again, it's not really a recipe. It's more just a recipe combination. I love it. Okay. And then our last segment um, is industry news. So industry news today is going to be 
automotive related. And this is just to give you guys, I like to keep you abreast of the situation, which going on in the automotive world. I know that that's why a lot of you follow me. I also think that like the automotive world is super fascinating. And I think that I'm able to like find the content that is palatable to everybody. Mm-hmm. And just like a good, like talking point. So like if you are at an adult conversation or like talking to your significant other tonight, and if all you did today was like wipe butts and do dishes, first of all, I see you, I am you, I feel you. And if you like want to bring something else to this table besides that, here's what you do. And that's <laughs> kind of why it. I'm doing it. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so this is by Automotive News, which is a subscription service that you have to pay for, but they always have really good content. Don't pay for it. If it's worthwhile, I'll tell you about it. <laughs> Average used vehicle monthly payment by model year. Here's why this is interesting. Used car prices are up, yeah. as I'm sure anyone knows who's following me. Mm-hmm. So they take the average year of a car. No, I'm sorry. They take the year of a car and tell you what the average monthly payment is. So I can't tell you like what the average down payment was, what the average term was, but just like for a 2015 car, what is the average monthly payment? Okay. So people always want to know what, and at least I, I think that people always want to know what, um, a $300 car is because I think $300 car is a, budget that a lot of families have. So mm-hmm. with today's current used car prices, what year of car do you think you need to have a payment under $300? Again, if there's a 2016 with 300,000 miles on it, yeah, it might be there. I don't know. But I'm just saying this is average. So on average, if you wanted a $300 payment, what year is your car? Are you asking me? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have no idea. You have no idea. Do you even know how much a 3000 do you even know on average what a $300 a month car costs? Yeah. Will you tell me that? Do you know? No, I don't know. It's like fifteen to eighteen thousand. Wow. Okay. Um, two thousand ten. Two thousand and nine. Oh my god! So at two thousand and nine, the the average payment for a two thousand nine car is two hundred ninety dollars. So that car saw side swappings. Is what you're telling me. That's what I'm telling you. So people are always asking me like, so are the used car price, are the car prices going to get better? Because new car prices are high right now. Used car prices are high right now. Not to be the bearer of bad news, but they're not going to get better anytime soon, especially the used car prices. Because think about it like this. We can make more new cars. We just need more chips. Yeah. So the chips are coming. Like those things are happening. There's movers, there's shakers. We're going to get more chips. The problem is in two or three years from now, we can't get more used 2021s because there wasn't enough made. Oh, I see. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to kind of be like these used car prices are honestly going to stay. There's going to be a demand for used cars longer than there's a demand for new cars. Interesting. So unfortunately, vehicles are expensive. And I mean, yeah, to, I mean, think about that. To a 2010 is a 12 year old car and you would still be paying $300 a month. $302 a month on a franchise That's dealership. Crazy. If you're wondering like, okay, I want to spend $350. Like what kind of car can like, what kind of car can I look at? I really like this website called carpaymentcalculator.net mm-hmm. because you can work backwards, right? So you could like put in, I want to be at a $350 payment. I want to finance for five years. And then it will tell you what the max vehicle prices you could look at. Oh, that's cool. So that way you can at least like kind of get an idea yeah. of the car. So anyway, if you want... As of this article is on December 8, 2021, the average two, 2009 vehicle has a monthly payment of $290. Wow. So to get under $300, you'd have to go back to a 2009. And that is your talking point for your dinner party this week, my friend. Wow. 
And that's how you just Good. seem like well-rounded and educated, like the queen sure. that you are. For sure. Okay. So that was like our first episode. Kel, I thought that went pretty well. I know. What was our time? Okay. 42 minutes. That's great. That's what we were hoping for. Okay. We want to make like, we want to do like 45 Yeah. So minutes. let's start talking slower to dress. <laughs> Kidding. We would never. No. Thank you guys. If you made it to this point, thank you so much for listening to the carpool and we are so pumped to get this going and to yeah, please subscribe. And if you enjoyed yeah. this first episode, I feel like I I, I hear that uh, leaving us five stars is like good for the algorithm. Oh yes. So if you wouldn't mind doing us that, helping us get on the charts, if you will, yes. So we can reach more people and bring we, you some good content. So we can keep doing it. Yeah. Okay. Have a fabulous day. We need a sign off line. We need something. We'll, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. But for now, love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.